The one thing we have found as well is that those people who go on strike that are then uh, having their jobs done by others actually find that the work goes better. For example, the border force who have been on strike quite a bit over Christmas and New Year, um, certainly at Heathrow Airport, it turns out the army being in charge is a lot more efficient. People have been coming and going quicker than if the border force were actually there. However, what we don't know is how the border force strike has affected the beaches of this country because what we do know is that a record number of people illegally crossed the channel in 2022. As far as we know, upwards of 45,000. And I think that's very much an underestimated number because that's just the official number and there's more and more people who probably came without detection whatsoever. But let's talk to Kevin Saunders, the former Border Force Chief Immigration Officer, uh, to see what he makes of what's going on uh, down on Border Force territory and what's going to happen in the coming months. Kevin, a very good morning to you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Mike. Thanks very much indeed for joining us. I mean, how is the Border Force strike affecting those people in Border Force that work, you know, on the south coast? Is it, is it, are they on strike or what's happening? No. The, the um, Border Force strike is at the airports and one seaport, New Haven. Right. So it hasn't affected the uh, situation at Dover at all, right. thank goodness. Well, you say thank goodness, but I mean, I was hoping that if they were on strike, it might actually be more efficient if we put the army in charge and there might be fewer people getting through. Well, that's an option, isn't it? I mean, that you, you, you say that, Mike, but um, I believe that the new command, the new small boats command that is being set up by the Home Secretary and the Prime Minister is actually going to be run by the army, answerable to the Home Secretary. So uh, you were a bit right there. Well, exactly right. So the 45,000-plus that we know came illegally last year uh, is a record number, but there's clearly a larger number that we don't know of, is there not? People who are somehow arrive on the beaches and are not detected by Border Force, because you know as well as I do the, 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 uh, the lay of the land down there on the southeast corner of England. Uh, it's very simple for boats to land in all sorts of places like Dungeness or Pet Level uh, or even Hastings, and people just get out of the boats and run into the town. Well, yes, I mean, we, we have seen that. Uh, not to a, a, a huge scale, but we, we have seen that happening, migrants... Uh, coming off the boat and being met by a car and uh, whizzed off into the unregulated mm. economy straight away. Right. And what we're being told by the Home Office now, um, and we heard from Rishi Sunak and Suella Braverman just at the end of last year's Parliament, was that there's now going to be a movement, a change in policy, so that no longer are we going to be paying five to seven million pounds um, a day to house people in hotels. They're going to be moved into other accommodation. Has that started to happen yet? No, not yet. I mean, there, there are some some ideas that are floating around. Uh, old disused holiday camps was uh, was one idea. Um, so Butlins would then be taken over by. Uh, Asylum seekers uh, and Pontins as well. Mm. I wonder what we'll call the redcoats there. Well, but, indeed. Um, indeed. And what about people who want to go to Butlins because they can't afford to go anywhere else? Well, yeah. I mean, it would be the it would be the ones that have closed down. I don't think it would be the existing camps. It would be the old ones that have closed down, which the army could get in very quickly and renovate. Right. Although, you know, I mean, if it becomes a money-making enterprise for Butlins, it might be better for them to run those camps for migrants than it would be to actually advertise for holidaymakers. 
Well, I mean, we, we are seeing this, aren't we? We're seeing some hoteliers that have taken the uh, illegal migrants are saying, thank you very much. This is uh, money that I wouldn't have had normally during the winter. Mm. So, uh, you know, they, they haven't done too badly. Some of them haven't done too badly out of it. No, exactly right. So what's the sort of the, uh, the, the, the next few weeks and months uh, got in store for us? Because obviously uh, the aim of Suella Bravman's policy and Rishi Sunak's policy is to stop the migrants coming. Um, but that's clearly not going to happen, is it? Right. Well, what, what we've got to do is, is we've got to now move forward. We've got legislation in place. We've got agreement with the Albanian government to remove the Albanians. And what we ought to do is to go back to a system that we had in the early 2000s mm. where we detained people. We detained people coming from a, a, a safe, safe countries, and Albanians are safe countries, mm. uh, and we called it detained casework. We got casework officers in there to deal with the, these people straight away and um, then get them removed straight mm. away. So we could do all of that in 20, in 28 days. Right. Um, so you you come across in your boat, you're taken straight into detention, you get one bite of the asylum cherry. Well, you, effectively, you don't because your claim is deemed inadmissible because you've arrived illegally with no document and we can send you straight back to Albania. Yeah. Now, that would be a big, big bonus because it would send a message to the, the people sitting over in Calais, that if they come to the UK, they stand a pretty good chance of being straight sent straight back. Yes. And will you pay 5,000 quid to be sent straight back? No, you won't. No, exactly right. And that would inevitably at least stop people coming from Albania illegally because uh, they would realise it doesn't work anymore. Yeah, that, I mean, and that would... That, I mean, what have we had? 12,000, I think, from Albania this year? Yeah. So that's, that's quite a chunk of, of the 45,000 that we've got. Yeah. And if that, if we can get that to work, then we can start looking at uh, some of the other uh, economic migrants mm. that are coming across the channel, um, and look at uh, possibly implementing the, a similar system for them. Yes, I think that's going to be the way forward, hasn't it, Kevin? Thanks very much indeed. We'll look forward to talking to you throughout the year to try and figure out precisely how all of this is going to change and how it is going to be managed by the government and whether they can actually do what they said they were going to do, uh, which is start to stop the travel of these people, to start to interrupt it, to start to make it clear that you cannot come to this country illegally and expect to stay. But at the moment, that is simply not the case.